Hi, my love. I hope you're enjoying Manifest Daily, whether this is your second or your 22nd episode. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button to stay up to date with our latest episodes. And if you really love this show, I would appreciate it if you could do me a huge favor by leaving a five-star review on whatever platform you're listening to this podcast on. It really helps the show grow and reach more listeners like yourself. And like I said, I would be super grateful for you to leave that five-star review. Thank you for being here and for being a part of this amazing and growing podcast community. Now let's go ahead and dive into today's episode. Welcome to Manifest Daily. I'm your host, Deandra Nicolette. For years, I played the role of the girl, the woman, the person that I was told I should be until I decided to wake up, step into my power as a co-creator of my reality and own the fact that I am an infinite energetic being living in a human form on this earth. In each episode, I share personal stories, wisdom, and insight related to manifestation, co-creation, the Akashic records, spiritual laws, and so much more. I'll chat with powerful thought leaders that I feel called to invite on the show and share their energy and words with you so that you can take the truths that feel aligned with you. I've spent so much time trying to do things the way that I felt I should have, But girl, (laughs) I am done with that. It's time to return to the person my soul chose to be. And honestly, it's time for you to do the same. Hi, my loves. Welcome back to the podcast. I hope you guys are having an amazing day and an amazing week as you guys are listening to this. So y'all, we got a juicy ass episode today for you guys. So I'm actually at Tanya Banana's house. If y'all know Tanya Banana, like clearly, (laughs) (laughs) clearly you haven't been listening to my podcast long enough. Go back, listen to some old episodes, hip yourself. Okay. But I'm here at Tanya's house with Tanya Banana and Teray. And we're doing a group episode today. And y'all, we got the liquor on deck. Nothing hard. You know what I'm saying? Just a little soft, a little something, something. Got the champagne. I'm sipping the champagne with the orange juice. What's this called? A mimosa? mimosa. Barely. Yes, ma'am. Yes, Barely. ma'am. Okay, so, it, so it's mostly champagne or whatever. They got the wine on deck, too. And we just going to have ourselves a nice little conversation about spirituality, about life, about relationships, honestly, about whatever comes to mind for this episode. So it's a little bit different. I hope you guys enjoy this one. Make sure to turn up your volumes, tune in, leave a review if you like this episode, all the good stuff. So yeah, let's chat, y'all. So what's good? <laughs> let me let me take a sip of my drink real quick. But what's good, y'all? <laughs> we all sipped. <laughs> we all sipped. But one of the topics that we were going to talk about today was spirituality, obviously. Hello, Manifest Daily. But the spiritual community and banana TV, not to be misled with tuberculosis. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) You know, I was in my head, I was like, why should you say TV? What's TV? And then I was like, banana. That's her new government name right there. That's fine. But yeah, you had some thoughts on spirituality, on the corruption. Yeah, I think every time I like log into Instagram, I think it's mostly on Instagram, less so on Twitter, at least my Twitter is just very curated. Um, But on Instagram, you'll see people talking about spirituality. It's like, what even is spirituality to you, right? It's like, Mm -hmm. it's become this like self-serving capitalist thing that is being promoted often, like salesy. And I think it's gotten away from like, 
the core message that it initially is supposed to address. I kind of want to know what your thoughts on, I guess, like the core message is. Because I feel like we all have our, well, there's a general interpretation that obviously you have your own personal subjective interpretation. But for me, it's more so this like return to yourself, right? Remembering your Mm -hmm. power as a spiritual being in this life. And that can mean a lot of different things to a lot of different people in terms of the process they go through. But in terms of what you're talking about, where it's like become a capitalist thing, people are just making money off of like, essentially mm-hmm. not even just the spiritual community, but the wellness community in general, right? That's it. Right. Selling That's these teas, it. these, not even the tummy teas, but we got the hibiscus teas that they sell into something else. And it's like, people are just trying to make money off of what they see as, mm-hmm. as a come up in the, in the capitalist world. And then that part is like kind of life, like selling the tea. I mean, that's like people that sell herbs. Like it's, nature like I don't feel anything about people selling like the teas and stuff Mm -hmm. for me like with spirituality well first off for me spirituality is more like the unseen things that happens that's like you don't physically see but you could feel or experience Mm -hmm. without it being like in this particular realm kind of that's spirituality for me but like my problem which I like slightly mentioned earlier was the whole thing about me feeling like people are just fakes I feel like on it. it's like somebody will just watch something or like, let's say somebody listened to your podcast about manifestation and then all of a sudden it's, yeah, I can manifest. I can, well, you can do it, but it's like, like they try to start reteaching the stuff that you said, but they didn't actually experience themselves. Oh, and yeah. then it's like, yes, it's a chain of information, but you're not really saying it. You're just regurgitating information that you've heard, but it's not. But you don't even know if it's real, or you don't even know if it's true, mm -hmm. or you believe it. You're just you're just saying it. You're just Mm -hmm. doing it, and that's my whole thing. Yeah, I agree because I've actually y'all know I I told y'all some tea on that where I feel like I've had literally experiences where people have put out information where it's like damn near my words mm-hmm. oh my god i remember credit mm-hmm. until what i've said and it's very frustrating because obviously on the internet and people i mean there's copyright but a lot of people don't take that seriously and mm-hmm. they don't care unless you're like a big name and even if you are they might still copyright your stuff and, and your ideas but at the end of the day sometimes that brings me back to like okay what you were just saying too about like the they don't even know if it's real it's almost similar to me it's like okay like isn't that religion like i don't do you know what i mean like it's like okay for example like the bible right like you like someone didn't experience that but i am agreeing with your point but i'm also like comparing it to that in similarity like the stories she's saying like like in the bible the stories like like you don't know that adam and eve actually existed yeah like you don't but you just you didn't experience that yourself or you weren't there but that's now your belief and mm-hmm. you're basically acting according to those beliefs. So mm-hmm. I get the people who like come across spiritual content and for them it just really resonates. They're like, oh my God, like manifestation of what this person's talking about really inspires me or really motivates me. So I'm gonna, like they get so damn inspired mm-hmm. that they regurgitate the information without yeah. conscious knowledge that that's what they're doing because they really are acting from a place of good intention of them feeling Like, I truly believe this thing because it really resonates with me in my life. But then there are also the other people on the other side who are regurgitating the information and not from a place of, like, wanting to better the world or having good intention, but coming Mm -hmm. from a place of, like, okay, I can, like, profit off of this too. And it's not my words, it's not my ideas, and it's not me wanting to help other people, but it's literally me seeing someone having come up or seeing someone create something using this information I'm just going to regurgitate it and hope that I can come up as well. Mm-hmm. And that's what I have a problem with. Because, mm-hmm. again, the people who really are coming from a place of, they just come across genuine. a video and they're, they're like, 
oh wow this is interesting like i want to go down this rabbit hole on youtube and because i feel like that's how we all started yeah. it was like you all start somewhere the seed is planted and you go down this rabbit hole and it eventually becomes your life right mm -hmm. but for the people who are doing it out of like ill intentions i think that's for me where i don't like i, I can't get behind that because then you know what you're doing and you know it's fucked up mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. like you know you don't give a fuck really Mm -hmm. Like you're just trying to profit. You're just doing it. And I it. mean, shit, everybody gotta get me a coin, but like, can we do it a better way? I feel like for me, it's just like, it's hard for me to trust what some people are saying. Manifestation is easy, right? Because I did it before. So like, I resonate with it. I get it. And then it's like, I went down a rabbit hole before with like astral projection and stuff like that. And I'm like, is it possible? Which I'm not saying I don't think it is impossible. Like I'm not, uh negating that it could be a thing or that it probably is a thing but then i'll watch a youtube video and then it's someone talking about it but they're saying like the exact same thing that i heard someone else say and i'm like did you really do it though mm -hmm. Hmm. so for you the good intention comes from having like a, speaking a from personal your own experience. experience so okay that makes sense like taking the information and even if it is literally this like the same information at score because if you're walking through a certain step of how to do something it might be the same information yeah. but you adding your flavor on it your personality you saying like this is how i did this and like it might not resonate with everybody but like this is my experience like sharing mm -hmm. their story mm -hmm. because i feel like i feel like spirituality and stuff is like obviously it's not tangible you can't see it right and yeah similar to like um religion and stuff like you can't you can't see god right like you can't see the stuff that you believe in or whatever but you have to like kind of experience the stuff or you have to experience the moments in time that you had some i don't know like your life was going one way and then some mysterious or miraculous thing happened and then you're like oh mm -hmm. i see there is some type of force that's helping me in life right mm -hmm. and then you're speaking from your personal experience i agree with what you're saying and i think a few things that i want to like point out for me that i have trouble with when it comes to like like i don't even like the word anymore because i feel like it's just taken on a world of itself but mm -hmm. when it comes to modern day spirituality is one to me, my spirituality is really rooted in religion. Mm -hmm. So whether it is Christianity or learning about Buddhism or Islam or all those mm -hmm. things, it's like if you look at it on a higher level, like they're all saying the same thing. They're and all related. It, right. So it's right. like I feel like even when it comes to manifestation, there is that level of faith that you need to have. And I know mm -hmm. I was having a conversation with my mom who is not spiritual at all, but is very religious. And that was, we, I was talking about manifestation, um, and she was too, but she was just using it in terms of like God and having faith and like mm -hmm. needing to do X, Y, Z and just believing that it's going to be delivered. And that's the same thing. It's just, we don't use it's just the, the same language. Right. Yep. Um, so for me, I think like a lot of times when you go online, that aspect of religion is kind of lost or it's like, I feel mm -hmm. like sometimes people take it on like it's like. Yes, you do have that power within you, but it is also coming from an outer force, whether it's the universe, Mother Earth, God, mm -hmm. like whatever mm -hmm. the term is. I think like sometimes people don't speak on that. And I think it's such an mm. integral part of spirituality. And then the second thing is energy. Like you can go on and you're like, your energy is really not here. It's not aligned. You're just saying shit that you've heard other people say mm -hmm. that you don't even like, do you believe in this? Have you experienced this? Like, have you had that dark night of the soul awakening mm. process? Or did you just pick up a book and be like, yes, this happens. Let's talk about it. Right? Like, mm -hmm. Deanna, you and I were there oh, together. What's the dark night of the soul? When you've gone through some shit. 
what is it like the, like the phoenix what? rising from the ashes like when yeah. you're burnt down like you can't go any lower like that's the dark night of this like it's literally like mm. the dark like just fun, like that that is it, what it, it is it, the dark night yeah, of the soul literally yeah. describes that and it sometimes i know you talked about it a lot where it's like you're going through literal hell by literally. yourself like mm. trudging through and that's when you see the light and that's when you're like, oh, it's like a beacon of hope. Yeah. And that's where my spirituality started. And I know that's where yours started as well. So I think that's another thing that I don't see. Um, and I think that turns into like sometimes. I don't know if I hit that though. You have had a different path though. Uh, yeah, that's a different conversation. <laughs> you, yours is different. Yours is different. Yours is different. I still um, need to come tell you in the car. <laughs> yes, it's a little different. Oh, girl, put me on that tea. We're going to talk later, but you know what I'm saying? Um, and I think the last thing that I often see, and this has been more so like in terms of the current climate that we're in today, where racism is so rampant, homophobia is so rampant, yet I go online and I'm seeing like these spiritual people still posting about, here's my coffee, walking amongst the trees, and da 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 da. And I'm like, I get it, but also, can you recognize the humanity that exists within us all and that some other humans are not mm-hmm. privileged enough to have your experience? And like, it's not even like do anything, but just like speak on it mm-hmm. or um, acknowledge it or whatever your form of, I don't know. I just, I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, just you're like, like yeah. read the room. That's mm-hmm. it. Just read mm-hmm. the room. Mm-hmm. That was a um, time Joe Budden podcast recently. <laughs> so for me, yeah. I feel like all those three things in one, when I go online, are just often lacking and that's kind of like the conversation that I've been having with people who are like so turned off by spirituality is because they don't I don't know they're able to sense that it just it's just ingenuine yeah Mm -hmm. yeah 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 the energy thing was big when you mentioned that because I feel like that's a huge part of it like you could be saying one thing but if your energy is not there like people can sense that like if you're literally like Mm-hmm. And, and it happens I think with a lot of people where they are just talking and you're like what the fuck are you saying like they're saying good stuff because mm-hmm. obviously they got it from Oof. somewhere else but it just don't hit the same mm-hmm. like it don't hit the same because mm-hmm. there's no genuine energy mm-hmm. behind it they don't either they don't care about what they're saying or they don't truly understand what they're saying and it doesn't hold any power if you yeah. don't truly understand that's yeah yeah and I I'm not gonna drop many names but there were some people that um you had put me on to a while ago on Instagram mm. and I would watch mm. their stories and I we was talked like, about it. I was like, these are words. Like mm-hmm. you are saying words. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. it. There's no, there's nothing else behind that. Just, mm-hmm. but I will say too, though, that I think even those people have like serve a purpose as Absolutely. well. Like, Absolutely. I think yeah. depending on who you are and where you are in your journey, because, mm-hmm. and not to give it like, like, put it on like a hierarchy or a scale or anything like that because I really don't want it to come off that way. But the butt obviously negates what I said. <laughs> <laughs> However, same shit. But um, no, but I do think and that like also, when you're and right. also I do think that when you are sort of starting off on this path, like when you're going down the initial rabbit hole, when you're like, okay, like law of attraction or manifestation, whatever that starting point is for you, mm. sometimes those people who are just saying words can be that introduction of this world for you. They can be the yeah. people that open the door. Mm-hmm. And once you go through, maybe you get to a point where they don't longer resonate with you because you've moved on to other people who now mm. hold information that mm-hmm. resonates at a different vibrational level where you're like, mm-hmm. okay, these people are now the pe- people that like, yeah. they're saying some shit yeah. that hits me different. Yeah. And now those other people no longer resonate because I that's think that's, that's what it was that's for me. Fair. I remember watching yep. The Secret 
And mm. I watched that movie. And at the time when I watched that movie, I was like, oh, this is interesting. Like, I like these concepts. Mm-hmm. Like, it opened the door mm-hmm. for me, it opened a path for me to explore something. And now I look at that movie and I don't resonate with like the, mm-hmm. everything they say anymore. I don't. But mm-hmm. it's not that I'm like, okay, this is wrong. And now I'm in a place where I know what's right. It's more like, okay, that opened the door. That served its purpose in my life. Like, it helped me during a certain path of my life. And mm-hmm. now I'm in a place where... I see things with a, uh, for me, I consider it more clarity. And I'm yeah. like, okay, yeah. that's that's like the tip of the iceberg. Like, there's so much more. Ex- yeah. And now I think I'm that's ready fair. to live that's more. Fair. Right? That's, that's a fair way to put it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Everyone is on their own journey. Different mm-hmm. steps. Different things resonate at different stages. Mm-hmm. Um, I think different that's a good point. as they say. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> at the end of the day, you can feel the real from the fake. That's it. You can feel it. You and not always. Through. Wait. But I you, feel but like you, you can. can. Maybe that's also. It depends on. It depends <laughs> on how you're even like Categorizing. getting introduced into it. I think if it like I keep talking about YouTube because I always watch YouTube videos. So mm-hmm. like if I was watching a YouTube video, I could kind of tell. Mm-hmm. Like you could tell like by the way like their whole demeanor, the way they're talking about it, how they're talking about it, the stuff they're saying, the way they look as they're talking about it, and like. How deep Ooh, they're going reading. into it. You are mm-hmm. reading them. Yeah. Reading like them. when I watch the video. Like yeah. But then if it's like. Um, like if you're reading a blog post. That's kind of hard. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's kind of hard. I do. I get what you're saying. Like it depends on how you're. How you're getting yeah. into it. And I think sometimes it's like. I don't know if it's. Intuition. Or like. Yeah. Discernment. It's just like, your feeling But like it. you're just like. Mm, this 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 ain't for me. For a little sketch. Yeah, <laughs> I get that. And just trusting that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I but, also. Oh, go ahead. <laughs> I was gonna say, but with that, it's like you have to make sure you're not being biased. You know, because it's like obviously, well, not obvious, but like like with a lot of the like topics and stuff around like spiritual stuff. Mm-hmm. Naturally, you'll want to be like, mm, mm-hmm. that's not. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. not real. You can't just man. You can't just write down on a piece of paper that you want to make a hundred dollars in a week, and then somehow just make a hundred dollars in a week. The logical part of you is a thing that you have to like, kind of not be biased with. Mm-hmm. Like you can't be yeah. like, like you have you, to shut it off. You really do have to get rid of like the logic, logic and mm-hmm. skepticism. Kind of like put that. Left and it and could, just, it could be a logic mm-hmm. to it. It's just that we don't it's necessarily we can see. Know going it. back to what you're saying. Yeah. You can't see it. You mm-hmm. can't see it at work. Like yeah, yeah. And going back to the intuition part too, I think also everyone's on their own journey with that too, like learning how to listen to the intuition, not even Mm -hmm. just listen, but learning that intuition is a thing, Mm -hmm. right? So it's like even that discernment of like who's real, who's fake. If you're at the start of your journey where you don't know how to listen to yourself, you don't even know when you're talking to yourself, like how Mm -hmm. can you discern who's real or fake? All you know is what your logical mind is telling you and they could be saying some shit that sound real good. Mm-hmm. And it sounds like it should make sense to you and you're using that logical mind, but you're not using part of you that's like, oh, something's mm-hmm. off because you can't mm-hmm. even that's like listen dating. to that part. Yeah, that's like dating. And that's why people sometimes got to kiss all them damn frogs, okay? You know that, they that's, not. that's how you get some herpes on your Twice, way. maybe three times. <laughs> you know they ain't it, but it's something about them and you're like, mm. Oh, they like, like, he, yo, he cute. He yes. cute. He got no something to him, girl. That's the something you need to avoid. <laughs> Leave uh-huh. that man alone. He don't want you like that, okay? Uh-huh. Yeah, I think just the last point I want to make on intuition is it also is just a constant process of like trusting. Like Mm -hmm. even today, I'm still like, okay, I'm still learning to trust that little voice. If I hear a little, even we were just talking about this with my Mm -hmm. taxes. 
Like, yeah. I was like, okay, let me actually listen and try this other thing, and boom, it worked out, right? Mm-hmm. Most of the time, not most of the time, but, like, sometimes I'm like, oh, I'm just being, like, paranoid, oh, I'm just scared, oh, I'm just da-da-da-da, but it's, like, learning to actually trust yourself and trust that tiny, tiny voice mm-hmm. that is in the back of your head telling you other things. Yeah, so that's kind of like that time when I was single back in um, college, and I kind of wanted to be in a relationship, but I was, like, a little weird about it. And I didn't really want to date people, but then I kind of did, but I kind of didn't. So I remember this one time we were in the cafeteria and somebody had like a magazine and they were like on the back of looking at like the horoscope stuff in the background. And then it was like mine because I'm a Gemini. Woo woo. Mm. Woo! Yeah, we marry. <laughs> yeah, whatever. I like us. So, I like y'all too. <laughs> yeah. So it was basically saying that like I need to give it a try and whatever. And I was like, ah. I'll, I'll see how it goes. So then I went home and then I like prayed on it, I guess, kind of, sort of, sort of, kind of. I basically had like an ultimatum. And I was like, let me wake up in the morning and the first person that texts me is the one that I'm supposed to be dating or the one I'm supposed to be with. No. And at the time I was talking to like tons of people. So <laughs> <laughs> Let us know. Okay, okay. <laughs> let us know. Just texting, just strictly texting. Mm-hmm. Just strictly texting. Roster. So yeah. So like I used to, uh, normally I would get like a lot of good morning texts. And then well, the then. next day. Okay. No, say what you say to me. Listen, I'm saying it with my chest, okay? So, um... Good morning, beautiful. Yeah, good morning, good morning, good morning. You know, that was fine. So, I I woke up the next day, and I literally only got one good morning text that day. And then I was like, hmm, say it loud and clear, say it loud and clear. So, like, that's kind of how it started. Wait, so is that the person you're with today? Was that person that texted Uh you good morning? Yeah. (laughs) Okay. How many years? Wait, so you said college. It was like... What, four years? Five years? As dating? Yeah. Wait, did you say college? Did you say college? Yeah, it was in college. But it was like Ten, early seven. How old are we? What's going on? <laughs> Wait a second, guys. Yeah, we've I been out of college for four years. I graduated in 2012. We've been out of college Wait, what? for four years. Wait, what? How old are you? Wait, hold on. You graduated high school in 2012. <laughs> yes. I graduated high school in 2012. And then, so I went to a two-year school. And then I started dating him, I think, in the first year or second year. I think it was the first year. Yeah. The and then I've been with him this entire time. Mm-hmm. Deanna, we've been out of college. So since like 20... For seven years? Since for 2013. Years, for four we years. We have not been out of college We've been out of years. college for four years, but if you started dating in 2012 or we 2013... We started dating in 2013. That's... Eight, oh! Oh my time. gosh, you guys. It's what math was I doing? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I, don't I was know. doing like 2016, like, and I, like, mm. I literally was like, I don't understand. Mm-hmm. I thought I entered a parallel universe where somehow we were older and like... I was like, I'm sipping this wine as like a 32 year old woman. Right. What are you talking about? How old are we? How old are we? What year is this? mimosas hitting different. Right. right. I don't know what's going on. Mimosas. <laughs> you mean that champagne? I'm, I'm just sipping straight champagne. Yeah, with, a, with a touch of orange. Let me tell you, her cup is like a light, light yellow from the orange juice. Oh, it's man. not even orange. It's Listen, light yellow. What did they say Listen, in that y'all. episode of Insecure? A light skinned mimosa? Yes. What
how we play that numbers game, and I'm like, oh, yeah. like well, you don't know what you yeah. want, and then I'm like, okay, Tanya, assign a number to it. Don't tell me what it is, and then I'll just pick a number, and that's the one that you'll get. But every time we do this, right? She's always like. Like, she'll, really in her head, she'll want number one, and I'll say two, and then she's like, eh, no, I want one. So, for me, I have all the options, all the people that I was texting at the time, and I literally only had one person text me, so I couldn't say, ah, no, I'm not really feeling that. I think I'm feeling the second person that texts me. It was literally just well, one person. Well, you could have said that. Ain't nobody else texting me that day. That's the thing. But you could have chose to be like, oh, something happened. AT&T had messed this up. <laughs> So you could have made an excuse essentially if you want to and that's how you know because I feel like same way with you when you got like play the numbers game like you could be like oh two nah like like but that's I don't what, know, that's like, what happens with you. Do you know what I mean? Well, like it too. forces you to actually mm-hmm. say what Make you wanted deep mm-hmm. down. And yeah. that's it. That's it. It forces clarity on you in that way because you're not in a position where if you don't want something well, it's wasn't like really clarity though. I just did it just because honestly. I was just like you were just like, this is fine. Uh, I wanted to be in a relationship, so I guess. We'll mm. see how this goes. So how is that? What, what are your lessons learned seven years in? <laughs> Putting you on the spot. Um, my lessons? <laughs> Relationships are a lot. Oh, we could say like, that. They're Can literally a lot. We could snap. Relationships are work. <laughs> when they say it's a job, oh baby. Mm. I don't think so. I don't, I don't think, think it's, it's a, job. a job. But it isn't. I think it's a job. Like, it's a job for yourself because it's like, I feel like when you join a relationship, you start to realize stuff about yourself or maybe like the things about you that you say is just like, oh, this is just my personality. Oh, I'm Mm -hmm. just like this. Oh, me, when I get mad and I don't Mm -hmm. talk to people, that's fine. Mm -hmm. That's just me. But then you get in a relationship and you can't do that and you literally have to work on yourself. And that's that's what I mean. That's what I mean. You're forced to work on you because you're like the other person a lot of times I think when you start to, or like when you get into a long-term relationship, like the other person, you start to see the reflection of yourself in that person so much more. Mm-hmm. Like, do you know what I mean? I feel like you morph. Like not even like you lose yourself, but you start to see where you start saying like, words. your actions, your beliefs are reflected on another person in certain ways. And so mm-hmm. it forces you to see the things about yourself that you either don't like, or you're like, okay, I really got to work on this mm-hmm. or like whatever it is, like you're forced mm-hmm. to look at yourself a certain different way. Like, you can't just be comfortable with who you are anymore because now you're in a relationship and if you want it to work, it's like, what things about you do you need to work on that you were ignoring before because it was just you that now you have to be like, okay, I really got to work on this. Right. You feel me? Hmm. And sometimes it'd be hard. It'd really be hard because you don't want to have to do that shit, especially if it's like you're grown and you're set in your ways. You're 20-something, 30-something, damn, Mm -hmm. 40-something sometimes, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And you literally have lived your whole life a certain way and now you're in this partnership and it's like, okay, for this to work, I have to reevaluate how right, I right. address conflict or I have to reevaluate how mm. I like speak up for myself when I don't like something. And those moments, oh my God, the speaking up because yeah. I didn't realize that sometimes I don't speak up. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Until you start realizing you harbor that energy, and then you're like, no, I can't then, just sit with that. Yeah. I have to say yeah. something, yeah. right? Yeah. You know what you just yeah. um, sparked in my mind? So I'll, I'll say this, and then I wanted to say something else. But the first thing is, a lot of the times, like, the things that you, sort of like the not speaking up or the, like, yelling or whatever, um, mm-hmm. I think comes from your parents. And, like, oh, you don't realize how Ooh. much 
stuff you it does. have it's like all childhood. Yes, everything. It's all childhood. I say everything is related to your childhood. I think so too. I think and you so. have to like I think so too. really work on yourself to unlearn and heal mm-hmm. and be like, okay, these are the things that I want to like fix within myself and make sure mm-hmm. that I am not passing it on to my children because I clearly have taken this on from my parents who got it from their parents who got it from and the Lord and knows so how far back it goes. It's yeah. so subconscious, mm-hmm. so subconscious. And I think relationships do an amazing job of bringing that out. And like for my specific relationship, it's like we met when we were in college and started dating and there was still so much like, uh, I don't know if it's like naiveness or immaturity or innocence that came with our first relationship. And there was so much happening, but like literally we didn't handle conflict. Well, um, mm. we, I think we were still good communicators, but we still had so much from our parents that we were carrying into the relationship. And I think we needed to have that, separation and really both work on ourselves Mm -hmm. and grow and going back to what you're saying it's like have that um like you you pray on it and you're like if this is the person that i need to be with then like i hope we're gonna come back together and have that faith and it's like when you do come together you see so clearly that oh wow it really did make sense for us to Mm -hmm. have that separation and Mm -hmm. work on ourselves and Mm -hmm. heal all that trauma that we were carrying from our childhood and now it's like really helping us have a more mature and stable relationship and that's not saying that there's like we're a hundred percent fixed and don't have any areas of growth there's yeah. every day it's still like oh it's always i gotta work on that i gotta fix that but that childhood stuff definitely do stay with it sticks with you and it like <sighs> buries itself into your mind somewhere mm-hmm. somewhere deep because you know don't nobody want to relive none of their bad childhood experiences mm-hmm. and then it comes out and like your personality or the things you do, the ways you react to stuff. Oh. The, the way <laughs> yeah. you feel about certain stuff, how you speak to people. Mm-hmm. It comes out in everything. Mm-hmm. It does. With you. Mm-hmm. And not saying that you are the experiences that you had when you were younger, you know? Like if you had a bad experience and then you feel, uh, like some people, they have like problems with like abandonment and stuff. Mm. It's not saying that like you're this person who's just so scared of losing mm-hmm. people or whatever like like it's not you as a person but i, I don't know where I'm i agree to i mean it goes into like attachment style right like mm-hmm. the attachment style that you have in your adulthood is most likely rooted in how your yeah. parents either showed you affection mm-hmm. or if you were crying yeah. how they like soothed you like it's not or you it's the fear you. yeah it's the fear right. of the thing and it's like mm-hmm. most of the time they say that like that feeling that you're feeling today is really not like based on what you did or like your partner did mm-hmm. it's based on that initial moment that you felt mm-hmm. this feeling and if you haven't been like oh what like i was younger and my mom left me and didn't come back it's like it's mm-hmm. just bringing you back to that emotion mm-hmm. even though it's like 20 years later and that's what you're experiencing and you're reacting yeah. and lashing out to your partner but really your mom you're mad at your mom for leaving you not today. soothing you yeah, yeah. yeah and the like actually becoming conscious of that is a huge thing because that's the only way <laughs> <laughs> the only way you actually start to like heal that stuff. And I feel like the way we talked about in episode 76, I believe, where we're talking about my move, the toxic environment, mm-hmm. and how we always talk about just basically like mm-hmm. the clarity that would come with leaving my childhood home and like the, the different things I would experience once I was actually out of that environment and able alive. to really process everything. It's like I feel that already happening and things just come up, like certain things that you didn't realize like bothered you mm. or certain things mm-hmm. where it's like, 
I didn't realize that this was such a big thing for me or I didn't realize this affected the way I, like you said, communicate with my partner or the way that I don't communicate with mm -hmm. my partner because I'm so mm -hmm. afraid of either rejection or um, like an adverse reaction. Like I don't say certain mm -hmm. things and it's like, mm -hmm. this is, this that has nothing to do reaction, with the adverse right? reaction. Because you're like, yeah. you're essentially just being like, oh, when I said this X, Y, Z, like I would get yelled at or exactly. I would get shut down. So exactly. it's like, now I'm scared of my partner scared giving, to say that. Yeah. And it's like, I'll have those moments and I'll, I'll express that. And it'll be something like, like what, like how did you get here? We, mm -hmm. I never gave you this adverse reaction. We never had a, mm -hmm. a um, interaction like this. And it's like, well, it's not, it has nothing to do with you. It has to do with what I saw as a child. Like when, you know, my mother would say something and a reaction like that would be given to her. When I would say something, mm -hmm. a reaction was given like that to me. It's mm -hmm. like now I've internalized that to the point where I don't want to say certain things because I don't want to set you off. Mm -hmm. And then now it'd be a whole thing mm -hmm. where it's like the day is ruined because yeah, I had a comment about something, yeah. right? Yeah. And they hold that stuff in and then that turns into a whole other thing. And then it's just like, it's just issues that now I feel like I'm more aware mm -hmm. of because of the fact that I'm outside that environment and able to be like, well, I don't have those specific triggers anymore in the same way that I used to, but they're still here mm -hmm. internally, subconsciously, allowing me to continue perpetuating the situation that I'm no longer mm -hmm. in, but the triggers are still right. there for right. me. And I remember um, we talked a little bit about this when I first moved out, my own space, I'm paying the bills. And I remember like in my childhood home, I wouldn't always feel comfortable literally just like sitting. Mm -hmm. So then I was mm -hmm. in my apart my own apartment, sitting on the couch, and whenever like my roommate would walk in, I'd always feel like that tense oh, body thing. Yeah. Oh, like yes. my body would literally yes. be so tense, I'd feel like a fight was about to break out. And I'd be like, Why I'm not in that environment anymore. Why am I so scared of literally sitting on the couch and either reading a book or watching TV? Like, why am I having all these physical reactions coming? Yeah. Yeah. But it's it's like well, I don't even know what would That makes me think of um I forget who because I wasn't that great in psychology, but I remember the main concepts and it makes me think of like it was like some study with like dogs, uh uh, yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. It makes me think of that. So, uh, mm. if you never heard of this, <laughs> <laughs> weren't you a psychology okay. major? Yes. Okay, so you yes. she might explain it better. No, you, oh, well, it's like conditioning it? essentially. So it's like if I'm not gonna explain. Well, the study basically is around Just conditioning. Quickly. So if you yeah. have a trigger and you're conditioned to respond to that trigger over and over again, mm -hmm. even when the trigger presents itself, and like so, like these dogs were essentially conditioned to hear a to, bell. Like, yeah, they would hear a bell and they would be, they'd fed, be fed, I believe. Mm -hmm. And so it got to the point where once they started to hear the bell, even without food being seen, they'd start to salivate and be ready to receive the oh, food because the bell was like that signal yeah, that the food was coming. Yeah, yeah, so it's yeah. like whatever the trigger is for you, it's like you yeah. start to respond to it even if you don't see the actual thing, the, the result of that trigger in your yeah. like vicinity. So you're saying so that makes literally me think hearing of the you, door open. The door. Because I remember when You've I used there. to always yep. be at your house and we would just be sitting there in the living room and then the door would open and then, you know, whatever. So yeah. <laughs> I think thing, yeah. I think that's what it probably was mm. for you. Like that's what yeah. it makes me think yeah. of. No, I mean it, and, that, and that the thing is I have to it be like you have to one have that consciousness to want like actually understand, okay, I'm not I don't hate my roommate. Mm -mm. This is coming from when Some, I was younger, else. right? Mm -hmm. So you have to be aware enough and then do the work to 
make sure that when I hear the door open again, I'm not tensing and like understanding the why mm-hmm. and the how to fix it. And essentially yeah. reconditioning yourself. It, it, like, is. it literally is reconditioning. Reconditioning and reproprogramming. Yeah. Are, I and think are like key themes in adulthood that I oh, had to yes. realize is let me make sure that I'm training my brain and my children to essentially like lead better lives and not have that traumatic conditioning because like can you imagine how many things you're conditioned to already like think about life yeah yeah and you don't even know it yeah it's just like it's literally it's literally what's happening right now in the world yes Mm -hmm. but like that's crazy right yeah and it starts like you don't even know your childhood you don't you don't even know it you don't know it you're just living your life thinking you're acting from complete conscious thought but a lot of things are just your patterns and responses yeah especially when you're younger you're literally a a sponge just like yeah soaking it all in the things you see on TV, mm-hmm. the things you hear in school, like the things you hear from your parents or your parents' friends and all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. And I know we talked about this mm-hmm. with our children and wanting to like homeschool them and make sure that until she a certain said age. That yeah, no, I do. <laughs> and not to like and not to homeschool them to like, oh my god, stay away from other kids. Because mm-hmm. I feel like obviously we're social beings, you need to have social interaction. But homeschooling coming from a sense of not wanting them to go to school and be infused with just ideas and beliefs like mm-hmm. at a very early age like even the yeah. the early one that i can always think of is how like even little kids like you're always like oh my god do you want to be like a doctor or a lawyer like do you or like telling boys like do you want to be this or this and like girls like a certain different type of profession or you when a girl says color. Color. like here's your cooking set yeah. like here's your why are you why are you pushing this stuff on me let me yeah let me just be me like let me organically grow into who i am yeah without all of this other stuff that you want me to be. Let me just be myself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So basically setting a very like That's neutral nice. space, but also essentially you're programming your kids. Like you, with, are, you, you, are. you are. At the end of the day, like, you know, even the ideas that we think are superior, like someone else can look at them and be like, well, mm-hmm. that's some dumb shit that you're going to be telling your kids. Absolutely. But for us, it's our kids. Like, so yeah. we get to choose yeah. and, and every parent has that mm-hmm. right to choose. And for me, it's like, if I want my kids to believe that they can be anything they want, it doesn't have to be a doctor or a lawyer. If I want my sons to know that they don't have to play with the fire trucks and the daughters don't have to play with the dolls if they don't want to, like, that's something I want mm-hmm. my kids to know mm-hmm. is they really have that choice and autonomy to choose like what they want to do in this world. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? I think, mm-hmm. um, I don't know if it's a, a discussion that my partner and I always have around this topic of like homeschooling or me wanting to make sure that like, I'm perfectly fine with my kids being sensitive. I'm super sensitive, but something that comes up is like protecting your kids too much and making mm-hmm. sure that yes. they are, when they go into the real world, they're like not, they're essentially stumble and fail. Um, but my thing is, it doesn't have to be that because it's like I can make sure that the energy you're surrounded with is good. The books you're reading are good, at least according to me. There's no good or bad, but like good to me. Mm-hmm. Um, but then it's also making sure you're not shielding them from the outside world, right? You Absolutely. are teaching them that this exists in the real world. Racism is a thing. Absolutely. Sexism is a thing. And giving them the right tools, the right language, the right skills to go out there. I think something that was a huge challenge to my teachers when I was in Kenya is like I always spoke up um Mm. and it's like if they go to school and their teacher is teaching them xyz it's like you have the right to question things like Mm -hmm. don't just take things at face value question it let them know what your opinion is and actually have that discussion and share um thought and opinion and I think it's that's the difference because otherwise what are you doing otherwise you're just fucking doing shit (laughs) (laughs) and you don't know what you're just doing and you think you're 
in control, but you're not. You're just mm. repeating shit. I keep swearing. I know me too. I tried to stop. I no, no, no. I swear on this podcast is more. I'm like, I think I'm gonna pause on the mimosa for now. I think I'm the only I'm one that hasn't cursed yet. Tried to stop. Teresa's a wholesome soul. Okay, Teresa's wholesome. Now you're good. Like you're, you know, we get real on this podcast or whatever. Everybody knows, you know what I'm saying. I haven't but, cursed yet. I think it's a kudos to me. Kudos you to just, me. I think it's because you have had less drink than the rest of us. Yeah, I sure did because Tanya took um, almost all of it and then I got three drips at the end. So, you know. It, it went Deandra. It was Deandra. Because that's how much you had. That's how much you had. Okay, all right. So we we got the bottle, right? Let's say we're going to split it up into tens. Okay. Deandra had like six. <laughs> Tanya had like uh, three. I'm going to say two and a half. What Tanya is Tanya had half? three. And then what we got left? Six, three. I had, what's that one? You, I, had one. I had one. I had one. I had. Listen, I had one. You know what champagne champagne glasses? Champagne. Okay, champagne. Shut up. Champagne. You know what champagne? Where she was like, sir, what's the alcohol percentage um, in this? We want to hide, sir. Excuse me, excuse sir. me, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. This is wine because I had one glass of a mimosa in a champagne glass. I want you to close your eyes and imagine what it feels like to commit to your growth, invest in your expansion, and go from settling for the life you have to creating the one you truly deserve. This fall, the Manifest Daily membership launches. As a member, not only will you receive access to online courses, virtual events, and masterclasses to help guide you on your journey of mastering conscious manifestation and co-creation, but you will also receive dope resources to help you create your own manifestation rituals, use oracle and tarot cards, work with the energy of the new and full moons, and so much more. Ready for the next level? I got you, BB. Upgrade your membership to add access to the quarterly Manifest Daily subscription box. No more trying to figure out which crystals to buy or which tarot deck to work with. Everything you need for your consciousness journey is delivered to your door with custom videos to show you how to work with the tools in your box. The in-depth spiritual and wellness guidance you've been craving is here. Uncover your purpose, rediscover your power as an infinite energetic being and create the most divine life you can imagine, all for less than $2 per day. The waitlist awaits you. Click the link in the show notes to get on the list. Now, let's dive back into the episode. If we're talking about childhood trauma, which by the way is literally a favorite topic, in where we are today, like yes, we're in a in the middle of a pandemic, in the middle of what do you want to call it? A revolution or whatever. But then also you have 
the Mercury in retrograde, the Venus, was Venus in retrograde? Venus the in solar retrograde. eclipse, the yes, lunar eclipse, the lunar eclipse, like, I know. Lunar square, baby, lunar square. All of these things, I feel like, are bringing up a lot of things for me. Have y'all been having similar experiences on your ends? Mm, bringing up a lot of things like like what type of topics um so for me I'm, I'm in corporate america deep 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 and i'm not saying i am not grateful for the things that it has provided me because i am but i'm starting to think about how i want to transition from that into doing things that feed my soul a bit more mm. so I'm, I'm being drawn to like a lot of psychology and a lot of um like therapy and neuroscience and just like how your mind works etc but in my head i'm like am i gonna be able to make corporate money like is this something that i want to venture mm. into am i actually going to be able to succeed in this area mm-hmm. so i'm trying to kind of um work on what is it limiting beliefs limiting that you always talk about yes. my, the limiting, exactly the limiting beliefs that i have around um that field of work but then, um, so that's one area. And then the other area is, we already talked about it, relationships bring stuff up in you. Um, so me learning to trust myself and decisions that I'm making um, and just, I don't know, just grow as a person. Because I think there's still a lot of things that I need to work on. So I'm, I'm feeling a calling to go in a little bit more and understand what's still left and, mm. and heal that. So that's... Wow. What it's been bringing up for me. I, I mean, like, oh, go ahead. Oh. No, you go. You go. <laughs> no, I was going to say, um, the, oh my gosh, brain fart. Mm-hmm. The thing about corporate America and the limiting beliefs, that's always interesting to me because I, I feel like we've had several conversations about like my limiting beliefs around mm-hmm. career. I'm not sure if we've always gone into like the financial aspect. I feel like we have several times, but mm-hmm. it even goes back to like, again, societal beliefs that we were taught as children that's and as it. adults, like of what a successful career looks like like what a successful career path looks like and i think also as immigrants it's even more ingrained where it's like this american dream yeah you come we brought you here to you know go to school and to then go to college and then to get this job and then to work really hard and make this money and then like it's this path you're taught to follow so anything that deviates from that like whether that's you wanting to follow a path that's more calling to your soul or a path that's considered you know more entrepreneurial although we can argue that within the nine to five you are entrepreneurial as well it's just a different way that you're making your money a path that deviates from that straight path that we're taught it's like we are going to question whether or not it's going to be successful because we've taught we've been taught that the only successful path is the one that you followed yeah so anything other is unknown anything other it's a risk and it's like do you it's like should i take this risk and i think what has helped me kind of with that is looking for other people who have done this work and or are like they're doing things that it's good for their soul and they're making good money Mm -hmm. so it's all also something where I've had to ask myself what kind of life do I want to live for me having you know the private jet or like you know I do I always say I want me a couple Louis bags you know what I'm saying I ain't saying I'm about a Louis bags I do <laughs> but it's like I like I've had to ask myself what does that life look like for me that 
And it's like, when I really break it down, it's pretty simple. And not in a bad way, but it's like, I actually don't need a shit ton of money to live that life. Like, I need, like, a good bit of money. Want to buy some houses. Want to raise my kids right. Want to pay my bills. Want to give back. But it doesn't take as much as I think That's, it does. Yeah, and you can totally yeah, do that yeah. doing something that you love. Yep. Like, you don't need to feel like you're selling your soul. You don't need to slave. Do You don't need to follow the path that your parents said you had to follow. Because even them, did they follow that path? And here we are. They're okay. So, I, I was having this conversation and I realized that in addition to working through your own limited beliefs, I have to also kind of coach, I don't know if it's coach, but like help my parents work through that because I was telling this to my mom and she was like, yeah, but you know, I'm scared because like, what are people going to say? What's our family going to think? Da, 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 da. And I'm like, I don't care. I'm good. Mm-hmm. You need to make sure that you work on whatever is happening on your end to like overcome this fear about me leading my life where none of those family members are paying for my bills or caring for me in any way, shape, or form. Um, so why does their opinion why matter, does it matter to me? I get it. I think you, you, yeah, you hit on it, especially with the immigrants. And it's like, that's one thing. And then just even today, we're just, it's, a, it's such a clog. And you learn it in school. It's like, yes, what you need to aspire to is like mm-hmm. after high school, college, after college, get a high-paying job. After high-paying, you work whatever until you retire and i'm like why do i want that and same as you it's like what what do i want to be my life because i've every sunday i now have these like mini panic attacks about monday morning and having to go into work and like pretending to everything is fine when literally the world is burning outside but here i am leading a meeting about what feels like is just a grain of sand compared to Mm -hmm. the bigger picture. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But I think even your recognition of that, we always go back to the conscious part, Mm -hmm. right? Because that is such an important piece because I think there are individuals who um, don't realize that's what's causing them to feel that way. Like if they're, do you know what I mean? That they're in the, what is is it? The matrix. They work themselves to sickness Mm -hmm. and don't realize their sickness. They're like actual physical sickness. It actually literally could be actual sickness. It could Mm -hmm. be actual sickness, but like, it's like, was that caught? Like, could that have been caused by the stress that you had from work that led to the high cortisol that led to the anxiety that led to the, the you know what I mean? The fact that you're conscious of it always, I feel like mm-hmm. that's the, mm-hmm. that's probably the biggest part. Cause then it's like from there, yeah, there's action steps. You need to figure out what action steps you're going to take. But even that is like, you have to know that you want to take that action before you can take the action. Mm-hmm. And I think mm-hmm. again, going back to intuition is you have to be able to trust yourself to make those, those decisions and listen to that voice. And it's like, um, I had to be like, what, what, what sparks joy in me? What, what do I get excited about talking about? What do I feel like actually feeds my soul? And trusting that and moving in that direction, despite of what society tells me or the limiting beliefs I have in that area. I agree. Mm-hmm. I love it. Eclipse season. Teray, what is work. on your mind? Teray. Nothing. Teray's grabbing her wine glass again. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. She's not. <laughs> I don't have that much left nothing I'm just sitting here listening to you guys and like listening to what you're saying and then my mind is like going into its own little thing like it's literally not what you're talking about but it's related to what you're talking about that's making me think of other stuff hmm. what do you think about it's, it's it's hella random Girl, what do you think I don't about even, lunch? I don't even know. Huh? What do you think about lunch? No. 
Oh. I don't even know how I got onto the thought that I was that I was just in, and then I just I don't know. It it doesn't matter. Let's continue. We are continuing, but come on. Well, yeah, so I guess for me, we have had a whole episode, literally, you guys. If you have not listened, please go back and indulge in that episode. It was called Discomfort, where I talk about the changes that I've been experiencing after moving and sort of how I am responding to the changes and how it's been a struggle for me. I think this eclipse season, not even just the eclipse season, but like literally this season, this season that we're in is this year it's this entire literally the season season, it's one of just like complete like uprooting and Mm. then also of literally like complete upheaval of everything Mm -hmm. that we thought we knew or everything that we thought was okay in order for us to realize like what's not okay what needs to be fixed Mm -hmm. what needs to be I guess planted again or planted differently what needs to be planted in general that wasn't there before I don't know I've just been sort of taking it day by day like we talked about earlier the being out of my parents house it's I've been exposed to a lot of things that I didn't realize I carried with me as an adult and Mm. how that has played out not just it but mostly in my relationship I will say because I feel like in terms of career and stuff like that I haven't had a lot of stuff come up that's related to childhood, but it's been a lot of relationship stuff. So a lot of just figuring out how to have Mm -hmm. tough conversations and then figuring out how, like what next steps are taken after those tough conversations. Mm -hmm. It's been a season, you guys. It's definitely a season that we are in. I don't very much, I can't say I, I enjoy it. I will say, I'll say it's, and I don't hate it. I understand why it's here. Mm-hmm. I understand why it's needed. I understand the role it plays in my life, the role it plays in the collective. But again, sometimes, you know, discomfort isn't fun for everyone. Or is it fun for anyone? Discomfort Honestly, is not fun for I like, I not discomfort, sometimes but I like. No. Sometimes yes, yeah, sometimes no. I think it depends. Discomfort in what way? Because like, is it like, the discomfort I'm experiencing, or I don't know if it's weird. The, uh, the discomfort I'm experiencing currently, I like. Because mm-hmm. I know that it is leading me to somewhere that I need to go. Mm-hmm. So it's not like a... Okay. I'm not dreading it. I'm like, he, like yes, bring this up. Bring it to surface. Let's go. Let's keep it moving. Because it's things that need to happen. Things that I might have been scared to do anyway. That the universe was like, listen, it's your time now. Let's keep it moving. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think the same can be said about like internally. But also on a grander scale of like the world. Um, things are just being uprooted and brought to life and it's like we were scared to do it ourselves so it's something that had to be done i think what i mean is i don't like i know that it serves a greater purpose that's gonna be good in the end because every moment where i've had experienced this discomfort on this individual Mm. level it's always led to something better right and i mentioned that in this episode i'm referring to that if you guys have not listened (laughs) go listen (laughs) more so that the actual you know going through it going through the discomfort it's not pleasant you're experiencing growing pains it's something where you know you either feel a little nervous or you feel kind Mm. of like it might bring up fear for some people Mm -hmm. for others it might bring in some it might bring up that dread right of like okay i don't know what's next and that scares me i don't Mm -hmm. like the unknown i do have that faith of what's to come and the growth I'll experience is going to be good for me. It's going to be amazing. It's going to be good for the collective, but the actual process of going through it, I don't, I I, I really truly do not enjoy it, but I am grateful for it. I will say that. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. So I'm grateful for it and I welcome it. I welcome those periods of growth now because it's like, 
always what comes after. It's always those periods of enlightenment where we have these delicious conversations where we're like, remember when we went through that shit? But look at where we are now. Look at right. We, we literally but were just saying every this the time, other day. It's like every two time. years ago, and now right. Every single time, especially that like dark night of the soul period, like that shit was hell, right? That but but will I say yeah. that I regret having to go through that? I won't because now it it just opened our mm-hmm. eyes, I think, to so many things, mm-hmm. and we look at the world in such a different way with such mm-hmm. clear perspective now. Mm-hmm. I feel like it planted certain ideas and seeds within both of us that have grown into amazing things. So it's like, no, I didn't like that shit. I didn't like the, those days where it was Girl. like, you know, struggling to Ooh. to decide if we wanted to stay here. Like, I didn't like any of that shit, but it served its purpose. And I'm grateful that we went through that together. The together part. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I think if we didn't go through that together, we wouldn't have made it through. I, I That's say it. That. That's say it. Say that. Take a sip. Clink, clink. Where <laughs> your glass at? Clink, clink. Let's clink it. Hey. I'm back to sipping my mimosa, y'all. <laughs> champagne. But not champagne. <laughs> yes. I'm literally going to make that a Tarek quote. Like, y'all shipping some sh- shipping. Oh, my God. So, y'all shipping your champagne? She's trying to make fun of me, and she must not, too. Um, so, the whole time that I was, like, zoned out, even though I was listening to you guys, it's like everything that you were saying was making me think about my own personal fears with going past a certain level of spirituality. I think of myself as like a spiritual person and whatnot. And like I believe in like a lot of the stuff. But then I feel like I know that I could go like a million times deeper than I do go. But I don't because of the fear of the unknown portion of it. Like I always have like urges to do stuff or urges to find out more or urges to go search a certain topic or whatever mm-hmm. but then I don't do it or I do like when you were supposed to do my Akashic record and you were like you try first and then I did try but then I didn't really because I kind of stopped it because I was like mm-hmm. no and then I like stopped mm-hmm. and I'm like you do it for me and I was kind of telling you that earlier because I was like yeah. I feel like a presence and then I'm like uh, I don't really yeah. know no I mean and I think a good example of some of the like what I saw yeah. Remember when we were at Reiki? And this is something yes. that, like, still sticks with me. Did I, you ever tell you? I think you said you saw um, something. So, right? yeah, we were at Reiki with Tere. And you can tell your perspective. And I'll share, like, what I experienced. And I can, like, I can see why that is fearful. Because it's very strange. It, it, it's a scary moment. So, right. like, my own personal experience, oh, I guess. We'll start, we'll start, we'll start from the beginning, kind of, sort of. So, like, I used to always see stuff. Uh, when I was a kid, we were in like some building and we were on like the top floor and like as a kid I used to like always see stuff like actually there like I would wake up in my room and like I would see stuff like it didn't scare me then But I think it didn't scare me because I'm a kid, you mm-hmm. know, like you don't have those Those other thoughts about like the fear part of it. You're just like, oh, this is here It's like you sitting next to me like I'm not scared of you even though I mm-hmm. see you even though I know like you're not always here. Well, you're always here, but mm-hmm. you know <laughs> Like whatever So that part isn't like, it wasn't scary then. But then now it's like, I guess because I like consciously think about it. And then maybe it's like partially programming because like TV or like movies and stuff. mm -hmm. And not to say that the stuff that happens in movies couldn't happen. But I think it's like in my head, I think that if I was to dive into it, like, that could be my reality or something. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what freaks me out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, yeah, so we went to Reiki. 
me and Tanya, it was nice. It was pleasant, you know? I was mm-hmm. enjoying it. Well, it was meditation in Reiki. Mm-hmm. So I was enjoying it and stuff. She was doing a little Reiki stuff, hovering over me and whatnot. And I'm like, oh, yeah, this is nice. I like this. You know, I'm seeing the bright white white in my eyes. But then we got to, like, another part or another round of the Reiki stuff. And, like, mm-hmm. she was, like, actually touching people. And it was my first time with Reiki, so I was like, yeah, sure, touch me. This is nice. I'm enjoying this. I think this will be great. So she, like, comes around and whatnot, and she started to touch. uh, I think she started, I don't know if she went straight to my head or if she was, like, doing something else. I don't know. But whatever. So the same presence thing that I was talking about happened at first. Uh, I think I told you about that part too. And I was like, I felt like something was like kind of in the room and it was like kind of intense, but I don't know. But I was like, it's okay. Cause I remember I was laying there and I like peeked my eye open just to make sure. <laughs> but then she like touched my like here or something. something. Cause mm-hmm. she said she was like, cause after the class we talked about it and she said that like I had a lot of something going on with my third eye and whatnot. And she was trying to work on that or something. Mm-hmm. So she was like touching my temples And then shit just got weird. I remember sitting there and I had like a flash of, I don't know, I guess the easiest way to put it is like something demonic, I guess. Like it was like scary. Like it was actually scary. And I remember in my head, I'm like fighting with this thing. And then that's basically it. And I was like, no, I'm not going to give in. I'm not going to give in. Whatever. I I don't, like I really don't remember how to, I don't don't know how to really explain it. But deeply, no, but, I think that covers it. But then, after the thing ended, because I didn't say anything about it, you know? Like, I'm just, I just get up like everything's fine. At the end, me and Tanya are leaving, and Tanya's like, um, so, Teray, during our session, were you, like, running away from something? And I was like, well, what do you mean, Tanya? What do you mean was I running away from something? And she's like, well, in my head, uh, who did you say? So, like, literally during this Reiki session... I, she was next to me. Yeah, I was right next to Teray, and I saw what you're saying, like a demonic looking like thing. It was thing, just a thing. Um, in, I guess, my head or my vision. And it was like, your sister's running away from me. Or I don't know if the thing said that or something else said that. Mm-hmm. But I literally saw that creature and it, and then it like went away. And then I was like, oh, Teray really must be going through it. Oh. And then when we left the Reiki, I was like, what was happening? Because this yeah. that you were running away from something. And, and I legit you- was. Like, I legit was. Mm-hmm. And then we talked about it afterwards. So I think, like, stuff like that. And then, like, my dreams. Like, I have dreams kind of, like, around the same kind of thing. Uh, and stuff like that. So, like, I want to kind of get into stuff a little bit more. But then I get, like, uh... Not even turned off, because I'm not turned off from it. And then this goes into the whole thing of me talking about the YouTube stuff earlier, because, like... I was just... mm -hmm. Because, like, I would have these little experiences and stuff, and then I would go to YouTube and, like, try to find answers. And then uh, people are, like, regurgitating content, or, like, Mm -hmm. making it seem like they went through some of the experiences or stuff that they're talking about, but they really didn't. And you're not really giving me answers. You're just mm-hmm. basically giving me the runaround. Mm-hmm. And like, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. No, I honestly feel like it's either Miriam spoke about this or someone. Actually, I feel like a few people have spoken about it where in spirituality and like the deeper you get into this stuff, you will start seeing different spirits. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know some people 
uh, I think I heard about this on a podcast. I forget which one, but some people are like, oh, they have really close relationships with these spirits and see them all mm-hmm. the time and talk mm-hmm. to deaf people and all that stuff. And then others will like have them touch. Others will be like, please don't touch me, but like I'm fine seeing you. So it's like mm-hmm. they has, have established different boundaries that they want to experience with otherworldly beings because like we're not the only ones here, mm-hmm. humans as a whole. Um, mm-hmm. So it's like, I don't know who, but I know they're, yeah. they are out there where they do talk about the experiences that they've had themselves and how they've been able to navigate because with the light, there always is that darkness. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's mm-hmm. like how to, when you go in, especially for you, since you've been experiencing this thing as a child, how to have that confidence and bravery to go in and be able to say like, I see the dark. I don't want y'all nowhere near me. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to explore this other side. Um, or I don't, I don't know how, to, I don't know who. But I know it's been done. No, yeah. <laughs> I think I heard Miriam talk about it, like, briefly. Like, yeah. she touched on it mm-hmm. for, like, a couple seconds in one of her um, videos. And then that was just it. Mary Louisa. Do you follow her? She channels beings. And so mm-hmm. we actually did, like, a master class on channeling and how she we? essentially... Yes, yeah, so it's going to be in the membership. Oh, <laughs> I'm ready. Oh, my God. But she did touch on what you just said about, like, setting boundaries, about, like, when she wants to turn off. Because she literally, the same thing you said, but she's like, she sees spirits, beings, guides, whatever, as if they were just sitting here among mm-hmm. us, like, just regular. And she used to think that other people could see the same. Like, she didn't realize I'm seeing something that other people mm-hmm. aren't seeing. Yeah. And when she did, and then it became like, sometimes they'll come see her, they'll come through and there'll be times where she either can't communicate with them or it's a situation where she doesn't want to start talking to them because hello, you're out in public mm-hmm. or whatever it is. She's had to set those boundaries and be like, no, we can't talk right now. No, this is not the time. It's not the place. Like, no, please go back to where you came from type of thing. That actually resonates with me, like the boundaries thing. Because actually randomly, like in the apartment, I actually saw some someone in the apartment when we moved in. Mm-hmm. It was like this person in like a yellow and blue plaid shirt. Mm-hmm. And they would be in the kitchen and living room all the time. They weren't like a scary presence, but yeah. it was kind of like a, okay, this is getting weird. It's just like, this is strange. It was okay. weird. It was cool, weird. but this is strange. Well, yeah. I have seen them. I just remember just... like whipping around and seeing a flash of someone mm-hmm. with that shirt on. And then I would always feel the presence. Like when I was in the kitchen, sometimes it's like, either Sadie wouldn't be there or he'd be in the room or something and I'd feel like a presence like someone was like walking up behind me or something and I'd turn thinking like oh he's there or like if he wasn't there I'd be like who the f- like what is that mm-hmm. do you know what I mean mm-hmm. and I actually remember like burning some sage one day where I was like okay, I'm, I'm getting like really pooped out like, I burned some sage like weird. the new yeah. the cedar one I was telling you about and I was just like in my head saying like like, I don't want anyone coming in here unless I request their presence. Like, I just I just want to be here by myself or with Sadu. Like, I don't want anyone entering that's not been allowed to enter. And ever since that, like, I don't know if it was just kind of, like, in my head or whatever it is. Like, I, I had not just felt in your that head. presence. I think it's you. There was something there. And I would even remember, like, getting up to go to the bathroom at night. And we have, like, this big mirror in the living room. And me, like, being terrified to, like walk past the mirror mm-hmm. because I would see like if I did there would be something there mm-hmm. like in the mirror and so I would have to like turn on lights or like be like leave the light on in the the um, hallway because I gotta get up to pee later just like leave it on <laughs> like right. do you know what I mean yeah so it was just like a like fear around like the unknown like you said because you don't it's not a human being right and we don't I, sometimes you don't have the labels yeah. for what that is is it a spirit guide is it uh you know like and your higher self like yeah what is that, right? yeah and then it's like i don't have anyone else 
who already went through it. Like, I don't have, like, a grandparent or, like, my parents or someone else that went through the experiences that I'm going through that can just be like, oh, it's okay because da-da-da-da-da-da. Like, I don't have anybody kind of, like, guiding me through it, I yeah. guess. Can and I ask a question? Yeah. Have you asked to receive a guide? Like, same way you asked and prayed on a sign for mm. your partner, have you asked for a guide to help you navigate this for a guide i feel so judgmental that's what no I, <laughs> you're a sign <laughs> i no i feel that see i feel that mm, no i didn't i'm just saying but i mean it's like how does it even i'm work? just saying like i mean how does anything work i was literally washing the dishes and it was like today to no remember oh, when i called you yeah. and i was like yo this has been on my mind for like mm. a week and it, it won't leave so i feel like i need to communicate this to you remember when i kept getting the message to go in and yeah yeah no it's definitely mm. a thing but you know i told tanya this when tanya had done it for me before you had it done for you before by someone else right uh, i did it for you yeah the first time i went in i did it i mean like someone else doing it for you and you no, being I did there it. Oh, okay. Tanya did it for me once, but then the other times, like, the time I told you about, I went in by myself. Well, the time I had did it with Tanya, I feel like either her inner self that, like, is taking over or something, I don't really know. Remember when we sat there and I, and I told you afterwards, and I was like, I could see you when I look at you that your eyes are closed and you're meditating, but when I turn my head out the corner of my eye, I see you staring at me. Do you remember mm -hmm. me telling you, you that? You told me. It was, yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't know. I, my eyes closed. Um, I don't know. I don't, know. I don't even remember what I said. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I think, Tere, you definitely, like, I can't relate to your experience at all. Ooh. I think it's definitely unique, except for that peak I got into it. And I was like, mm -hmm. yeah, that's something special. Um, yeah. that's, that's different. different. It's those boundaries, though. I think I, you yeah. really are, like, it's very simple, but I think from what I... The conversation I had with Mary Louisa, like that itself is just like a really simple step, but it's a powerful step. So what just I'm, for you to set that boundary. What I'm hearing is this membership is juicy. What, what I, I mean, but I should get saying. the funds ready because I but saw I've breath saying. work, breath work. Mm -hmm. You know, Hello. Channeling. now channeling. Tere is on there, like. Yeah. And then, right, and then sneak peek, but we're gonna I'm have ready. a virtual conference coming up. By the end of 2020. Ooh, ooh. I'm speaking that to I'm ready. Business. I had an idea and I was like, can, can I do it, y'all? Like, do I have to do it? And it was like, yo, baby girl, I'm you don't give me these so ideas ready. for you to sit around and just sit on your ass. Can I said, say, well, say that. that. I said, mm. say that. I said, you're going to plant mm -hmm. this idea. Mm -hmm. I do some of it. Facts. That's mm -hmm. big facts right there. You know what I'm saying? And I think and you, you've experienced this where it's like that idea is planted and you ignore it. Oh. A year later, you're like, well, here we are. Sometimes I'm like, oh, if only I had. But then you're like, you know what? The timing is right this time because it's like mm -hmm. maybe when you got it the first time, not that it's almost like you got it to get prepared to actually like compete it or prepare to actually act on it. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. It's like you weren't ready to act then, but you needed the idea for you to take certain actions, for you to come full circle and be like, this never left. I really got to act on it. And now you act on it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm hmm. You said something. Either that or it's like... Settings huh? yesterday. <laughs> I had an epiphany <laughs> yesterday about the what? word settings. Tell them about that epiphany, B. Because that was this crazy. This is um, a high conversation, even I though was not we high. are not high. DeAndra was like, settings. What, what does settings mean? 
settings. Set tings. Settings, cause you set things. Hey. Mic drop. Hey, you know what? <laughs> literally, that came to me yes. last night, and I was like, "Yo, like, like, did Miriam cover this? Like, Miriam Webster, the dictionary? Like, how, do y'all got that definition in there? Because I oh really just hit something right there. <laughs> Settings. When you set things, it is not what the, you set things. Why they take the H out? Why we take the H out of anything? Where Where else do we take? There's so many words with the H. Is that hello, Chincatere? <laughs> Where is the H? Where is the H? I believe it was Chincatere. Where is the H? It's Italian. Um, yeah, that is where I would like to go, Chincatere. If you are listening, Chincatere. Oh, who are you talking Sponsor. to? You talking to? I'm talking Your to partner. Sponsor. Listen. Sponsor. Listen. That's Listen, I, wait, every time I drop hints, I think of um, that episode of Car- Kim, like the Kardashians where she's like, I'm dropping hints like I'm single. Mm. I'm single. Like, those are the hints I... Have y'all not seen I've that? I've never no. seen that episode. Oh you my know gosh. I don't keep up. Uh, uh, I, but I keep up li- It's don't. literally from like 2004, but I feel like those are my hints. It's like, I want to be Chink married. Tere. I want to go to Chinkatera. <laughs> I want XYZ. I'm married. I'm Chinkatera eating <laughs> croissants and gnocchi. Do they eat croissants? I think it would be gnocchi. Do they eat croissants? Uh, I mean, croissants is universal. Hello, we're in America. And I have six croissants to the right of me. Yeah, she does. From my experience, at least in the spiritual realm, is whenever I have come across something that I don't understand or is a concept that I'm trying to learn more of, I just ask to either get that book or read that tweet or have that person speak to me. Like you've had random people speak to you randomly on the street, or just like uh, like yep. it'll show up yep, in yep. the most. Some type of way. Miraculous way. Synchronistic, miraculous, divine, interventionalist. I just made that mm. word up, but that's what it sounds like. Sound nice. Yeah. yeah. So, can we put um, that in the dictionary? Interventionalist. We can say they, it. They put we selfie can, in We there. can make Somebody, it a thing. Who writes the dictionary? Hit me up. It's after so many people keep saying it, they just got to add it to the Interventionalist. Like, this is a part of the language. Let's make it trend. Interventionalist. I'm an interventionalist. Well, not us, but But what I'm saying is, for... This space that you are trying to understand more about, just ask about it. Like, you don't know how or where, but answers will show up for you. And that and I think that goes to, like, all the listeners out here, too. It's like, whatever you're facing, whatever you're questioning, whatever you're dealing with, as long as you have faith and ask about it, I think I'm a huge believer that you'll always get the answer. It might not be the answer you want, but you'll always have an answer. Also... Ask your question, pull up all the episodes of Manifest Daily, <laughs> scroll through randomly with your yes. eyes closed, click an episode, and I promise that you, works. there's a gem in there that for you. That works. I just got that. That it's, works. That was, that was for somebody. That was for somebody. No. I promise you. I wasn't just trying that to promo works. because, mm-hmm. I mean, I got time. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can make time, but I don't have it right now. But I'm telling you, like, that right there, that right there. Because sometimes I do that with a, like my own episodes or with like random Instagram posts. Sometimes mm-hmm. on a certain person's page, like who has quotes and stuff like that, I'll just scroll. Yeah, I, just, have, I, I have had, had that, that before. I have had that. I went on this girl's page. I think she did like readings and stuff, but then she does like these random posts, like, oh, if you're a Gemini, blah, blah, blah. whatever. So I like scroll through, or I went to her YouTube channel because mm-hmm. she had a YouTube channel link. And I was like, oh, this is interesting. Then I just like scroll through, and then I saw one for a Gemini, and I was like, I'll watch. And then I watched it. 
everything spoke to me. Mm. I was like, no coincidence. Hmm. Yeah. What is coincidence Divine but timing. a synchronicity word? A word and a random urge that you act on. Amen. What is random? What is life? Unexpected. <laughs> do you think that you don't expect it, or do you really not expect it? I'd be confusing. That was sometimes. that you was think, something. You think, you just said something right there. You think that you don't. Un, you think that it's unexpected. But is it? But it's unexpected but, to like you in, yeah, this, in this physical moment. body, but like your higher self. Ah, it already ah, knows what's coming ah, and they and they know it's like right? you think you're like oh i'm gonna do this because like i people will typically expect me to do this yeah, so i'm gonna like, go this way and then it's ahead, like but right ah that right? Be so, so that's what i'm saying you you, you your higher self is also you so do you expect our it conscious do self don't so, expect so our it. conscious right, self right, or so. at least the consciousness that we have been able right to now. tap into yes. in ah, this moment yes. right because you could mm. always expand your consciousness and yes be able to see yeah you can always tap you Ooh. can always open up, right? Ooh, it's like a stream. It's like mm. a stream that could flow into an ocean. But mm-hmm. it's all about where that stream go. Where you try and lead the stream. Or rather, which stream you're in. But then I also right? think, right? though, that What'd it's like, is it like if you're just in the stream, but you could always find your way back to the ocean? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. That's what we're talking about. And like, exactly. Like, no, not even like I don't even want the stream. I want to go. You just want to dive into I the ocean. So you just want to go straight to the ocean, mm-hmm. big fat. So you just want everything, all the time. But are we in the ocean and unable to process the fact that we are in the ocean? Is that just what it is? Are we even in a stream? We might just be in the you, fucking we ocean. We might be in the ocean, but you're only seeing this one thing. It's like you have It's like you have like a film over your eye or something. Take the glasses off. It's the Matrix. Off. Take we off the glasses. It's the Matrix. Yes. What pill? Red pill, blue pill. It's, no it, it pill. Really is the Matrix. Yes. Wow. Oh. Yeah. Y'all, we just said some. We did. I hope y'all get that. <laughs> oh my God. I am literally. My mind is blown. I am. I, I cannot understand what is going on because so many things have just come through. It's the matrix. It's like the day. Think it's I like need to the lay life down. that we think we need to live, but really you don't because really there's more than what life. you're even touching in the first place. There's so much deeper more than, you than what see. you're even doing. Mm-hmm. There is everything, right? Exactly. Mm-hmm. There is everything, but we have. I want to say nothing, mm. but it's not nothing. We have yeah, like something. we have like the superficial of everything. Mm. It's mm. like, mm. and you know, it's like I feel like there are so many powers that are working to make sure that we stay in this matrix. Yeah, like mm. stay glued to having that vision. The moment you turn, it's like no, no, no. Like this is this is where you gotta stay. You know, people always mm-hmm. say that darn thing, television. Mm-hmm. We don't know that. Mm-hmm. You see it on Twitter mm-hmm. where they tell you a vision. That they want. I saw I it on no, that shit. I've not heard that. It's it's they and the remote and control. Mm. Like you're glued in and and you're being told a story that the media, that these mm-hmm. systems want you mm-hmm. to be told, mm-hmm. right? You know that what? want they want you to understand you know a certain what? vision. This is all looping into what right? we just talked about yep. a couple seconds ago. But what is the actual truth, right? The truth, and we talked about truth. We talked about how what is truth? Truth is what you think it is. Is it not? Yeah. Truth is how yeah. you perceive it. Whatever your it's perception of what the truth is, is, is what it. Because we could oh, be talking about the wait, same thing wait, and both feel differently. No, I, 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 whatever. <laughs> I think it's just, like 
empty. She's whatever you're experiencing in this moment, right? And like you can even look at it as we're all living on this earth, but we're all having completely different realities. Like Mm -hmm. even right here, the three of us, right? Like so, whatever the your truth is, is your truth is the truth. It is the truth, right? Because that's what you know and that's what you believe and your belief as we all know creates your reality in the sense that it is mm. what forms your perception of the world you're living wait, in wait you just said something can you repeat that oh baby repeat girl that. wait a second your truth is your belief your truth is your belief and your belief is literally what shapes your reality mm. it shapes your perception of what you're experiencing right mm-hmm. so what you want to choose to live you choose to change your belief choose to change your perceptions change the reality it's malleable and i think it goes back right? i mean i'm it's just gonna, gonna take this back i'm gonna take this back take to that back. childhood trauma because it's not just your childhood trauma is that generational trauma that we're carrying that is influencing our mm-hmm. beliefs right now mm-hmm. that could be my great 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 grandmother that is like showing up in this moment do you know what i mean mm. so going back to that healing and mm. unlearning and working to make sure that the reality that you're creating is your reality and not something in the past that you're carrying forward today. Mm. And even on a bigger level too, because we're talking about individual perceptions of reality, right? But then we can even get into the collective, right? So on a collective Ooh. level... Speak on it. Right? So sometimes I'll be like, yo, like to change the collective reality, we each have to individually have a belief because mm-hmm. literally... What we see in this world that we all agree on is because we all have, we all share collective belief about something, right? Mm -hmm. What white looks like, what Mm -hmm. blue looks like, Mm -hmm. what school is, like whatever it is. So we have to change the belief collectively, but then we each have to individually change. Like, do you know what I mean? And that itself is such a construct, reconstruct. We have, we each have to individually believe in that change that we mm. want to see mm. for us to collectively make the change. Because yeah. any anything can change in reality as long as yeah. we collectively hold the belief. And mm-hmm. the reason these systems are so powerful is because we're all holding a collective vision of that reality. Wow. You feel me? Wow. This is yeah. deep. Uh, I love it. Absolutely. I had another one on the fucking collective um, belief system too and it just slipped out my head. It was something... Oh my God. <laughs> it was something about the collective. Ah! In the Matrix, how they talk about... Because this I always get to. It's like, you know how we always talk about we're each like in some way, shape, or form a projective, projection of ourself. We're each basically seeing ourselves in the other. In mirrors. Mm-hmm. We're all mirrors, mm-hmm. right? So then I'd be like, like, what is the other? What do you mean? Do you, do you see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, who are you? If you are a mirror to me, I'm seeing in myself... Or seeing in you versions of myself, right? In some way, shape, or form. But then who are you? Because then you're also seeing me versions of you, but I don't. Do you see what I'm saying? I, so it's like, yeah. Are you, what am I so, saying here? I got two things. The first one: Are you saying that like we're all connected? We are all connected, but I guess my thing is sometimes I struggle to understand. I guess not even the depth of the connection. I want to understand the connection in a better way. Us saying we're all connected to me, that's like the tip of the iceberg mm-hmm. for that statement. What is deeper than that? What is this connection? How? Well, like, are, are you trying to talk? Like, are you meaning like different soul families and different soul collections? Or are you talking about even dip, like 
on another even, level than I, that. I think on another level, like um, I always really resonated with the with personally like the the statement of um, we're all like a projection of the universe experiencing the universe self, like of mm-hmm. God experiencing mm-hmm. God self, like a physical projection. So if we are all that, like if we choose to believe that statement that we're all a physical manifestation of this higher power experiencing itself, mm-hmm. then we are all the same thing. Mm-hmm. Just so that parts. that is the connection. Do you mm-hmm. see what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. like us saying mm-hmm. we're all mirrors, mm-hmm. we're also saying we're all the same thing mm-hmm. experiencing itself in different mm-hmm. universes. Mm-hmm. Like It's like literally billions of universes happening at once and mm-hmm. we're seeing them take place. Mm-hmm. At Like, you feel me? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I actually do. Yeah. Yeah. It makes yeah. sense. And I think um, this is a complete... I don't know if this is on the path that you were going at all, but what you said about (laughs) about mirrors is for me, what I had to realize is like, and I think it's a little bit about that law of attraction thing, but more so in some times when I might have someone come into my life and it's like the mirror itself is like things that you, they're supposed to like spark and ignite in you to like Mm -hmm. awaken that part of you that comes alive. And that's Mm -hmm. what I've been experiencing. I think over like the past year where I... That's like that quote that um like... When they say people leave, like, like people are usually always like, uh, sad or something. If somebody walked out of their life or something and they're like, don't be sad about it because they played their part in your journey. Yes. Like they were Everyone is always there for a part to help you grow, help you realize X, Y, Z, help you learn more. Mm -hmm. Um, But that's just what I I had to say about the mirrors. Thank you, Rona. DeAndre, DeAndre was out here downloaded. She's gone. <laughs> I was, and I think it was She's good gone. stuff. I, I just had nowhere to take it. I, I clearly need to write a book on this because yeah. I don't know. I feel like it'll come are. through. It'll come through. It'll, it'll, it'll come, come through. It's definitely a book swiftness. there somewhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's a TED talk in there too. Might not even be at TED's. Shit. Might be, a, might be at D's. D's talk. Mm-hmm. What's up? You know what I'm saying? Sign up for that membership. Literally. <laughs> You know mm. what I'm saying? Like, like hit me. Actually, don't hit me up. But the link is in the show. Don't hit me up. Don't hit me up. Don't hit me up. Don't hit me up. No, DM if you... Like, I really enjoy the conversation. But the show notes has all the links that you guys need to the freebies and to the membership waitlist. It's launching July 1st. This was good. This was uh, beautiful. Obviously, because we're at an uh, hour and 32 minutes. I think that's it. Almost. This was <laughs> delicious. This was juicy. I think we ended on a beautiful high note. The clouds are in the sky. We are going to settle in and do us a little bit of a Oracle card reading. Yes. Okay. All right. We're going to, I'm most likely going to eat an ice cream sandwich in um, <laughs> two or three hours, something like that. I just like open up some room after this mimosa, lots of bubbly in my tummy, not the gas, but mm. more so the um, <laughs> champagne, the champlain, champlain, as we say. <laughs> A champagne. As we say in Philly. As we say in Philly. You know what I'm saying? But thank you guys so much for tuning into this episode. As always, come hit me up on Instagram if you enjoyed this one. If you guys like this format, like this conversation, I will be more than happy to do more of these with Tanya and Teray when I'm back in town. You know what I'm saying? Here with there, we drop a couple group episodes in there. But yeah, did you guys enjoy this as well? I love this. Fun. I'm so happy. One, thank you so much for coming to Philly. I feel yes. like I yes. I can't believe it's been two years since I've much seen needed. you. I I much needed. Yeah, like, I, my heart flies. is so full. Yeah. I, I'm happy to have you both here. Mm-hmm. Even though Tori, I see well, you all, all the time. I'm, I'm here but like, people. I still, you know, I feel like I found um, true 
I, I feel like it goes even beyond friendship. Like soulmates. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we are soulmates, and I'm happy to have y'all in my life, my soul sisters. Mm-hmm. Soul sister. All right, so right. right. um, <laughs> I think it's about time to go. <laughs> Well, like I said, thank you guys so much for tuning into this episode. We will be chatting next week on the next one. Um, yeah, you guys, I think that's it. Bye. 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 Okay, so I know today's episode was super juicy. Whether you find yourself feeling inspired, motivated, or just plain entertained, I want to hear it. Please leave me a review on iTunes, subscribe to the show, and share Manifest Daily with a friend or on social media. If you share on social media, don't forget to tag me at The Manifest Daily so I can look at your shares and I can reshare and all that jazz. Thank you again for being here. I appreciate you so, so, so much. And I will chat with you in the very next episode. Bye. Hi, my love. I hope you're enjoying Manifest Daily, whether this is your second or your 22nd episode. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button to stay up to date with our latest episodes. And if you really love this show, I would appreciate it if you could do me a huge favor by leaving a five-star review on whatever platform you're listening to this podcast on. It really helps the show grow and reach more listeners like yourself. And like I said, I would be super grateful for you to leave that five-star review. Thank you for being here and for being a part of this amazing and growing podcast community. Now let's go ahead and dive into today's episode.